Dirty Money Moves discusses cases in which a crime may have occurred. All parties referred to in this podcast are presumed innocent until proven guilty by law. Opinions expressed don't necessarily reflect those of the podcast host, Murderish, or Cloud10 Media. Hey everyone, since we wrapped our mini-series on the Queen Bee of Salt Lake City, Jen Shaw, I wanted to bring on a guest who keeps a very close eye on reality TV, especially the newly convicted Jen Shaw. Today's guest, Emily Hanks, hosts the She Speaks Bravo podcast. On the podcast, Emily recaps reality TV shows and offers some scolding hot takes. Emily and I share a love of reality TV, so I knew she'd be the perfect guest to bring on to dish about Jen Shaw. Of course, we couldn't help but venture off into conversations about other standout reality stars as well. I mean, I could have easily talked to Emily for 10 hours. Without further delay, please enjoy my conversation with the insightful and hilarious reality TV aficionado, Emily Hanks. Well, hello, listeners. My name's Emily, and I host a podcast called She Speaks Bravo. And if it wasn't obvious from the title of the podcast, I talk about Bravo TV. I'm a recap podcast, so right now I'm covering Beverly Hills, Southern Charm, and Atlanta, and soon to be Salt Lake City and Potomac. And I didn't know that my love of Bravo would eventually turn into something that other people cared about. This was like a shameful secret for decades, <laughs> honestly. Like, I don't, I was not blessed with other people in my life that liked Bravo. No, me either. And I felt weird saying it. I also felt like the biggest loser for so many years. And then all of a sudden, Yes. Like now it's like a cool thing. It's a thing. Like we can all watch reality TV and now we can start these podcasts. Yes. And it's almost like we're like talking with our best friends about yes. it. Like, girl, did you see this? Did you see that? And people tune in for the recap. So your show is a recap. I imagine you got some like uh, judgy opinions thrown in there. And like, do you just like yes. do it all? It's pretty, it's unnecessarily insightful <laughs> and detailed. I, I, I take copious notes when I watch. Half the time I go into my notes, I'm like, okay, you don't need to be so detailed. And then I take like eight pages of notes because it's very vital that we catch everything. Um, but yes, I, I very judgmental, but I try to be open-minded. I'm pretty, I actually consider myself very fair. You know, I have my preferred faves, you know, like on Beverly Hills. I love my Garcelle. Oh, you know, 100%. Right? Garcelle's my number one on Beverly Hills. Um, but I also, what I love about reality TV in general is that what makes them good reality TV stars is that they're flawed. They, they're going to make mistakes and it's the way they recover from mistakes that, that really makes them good people. And so Agreed. even if they make a mistake, I will call it out. I'll say, look, and they, they can come correct. And I'll tell you who comes correct. Garcelle. Okay. 100%. Yeah. She comes correct. And Always. she knows how she owns. I, I actually admire her. Remember when she told Erica to her face? Yeah, I don't really believe you about everything you She did. You and it was like in passing. Like, it, it almost like they didn't even hone in on it. And I literally wanted to pause my TV and go, uh, hold on. Did she just say that? Because I don't you know think what? I could do that. No, I love that she did that because she's so freaking honest. She's like, no, you're right. I, I Look, I know we're being cordial to each other and like acting friendly. It doesn't mean I believe everything you say. I couldn't believe she said that. Like, <laughs> I, I like the integrity on this woman. 
Um, so yeah, I, I am pretty fair. I, I try not to be too biased. Um, although I do get a little sassy when a Bravo love blocks me. Oh, see now that is a badge of honor, but, but also you got to say your, say your piece about it. So give us an example. Tell me, tell me an infamous block. Okay, here we go. Um, Summer House. When I was recapping Summer House, you see, I, it was a whole big thing with like Lindsay, Sierra, Austin, whose side were you on? And I, listen, I, I try not to be triggered by Paige. Paige is one of those Mm. people who, she's one of those girls who, and I I should say women who, um, if I knew her in real life, I'd be like, get away from me with your little petite self and your cute little fashion. But I know that I'm triggered personally. So I try not to let that cloud my judgment. Um, and I was trying to be fair. And I tried my best at that reunion to recap and give her a little grace. But it was hard because let's face it. She was seated next to Andy, and she gave one of the worst reunion performances I've ever seen. Agree. And I, and I, but I still tried. And with the whole like miscarriage thing, where she was like, "Well, Luke didn't have a miscarriage." I even tried. I said, "Look, maybe she was trying." And I did my best to kind of try to see her side. Yes. But then I was also honest about the rest of her performance. This was in a so I also run an Instagram page that this is where I can get myself into trouble and get blocked. (laughs) And so the next day after that post, the next day I went to check her Instagram and she had blocked me. Oh, and and I said, listen, lady, (laughs) I did my best to be as, as neutral as I could. And you made it hard, Paige. You made it really, really freaking hard. And now you go and block me. Oh, it's on. Oh, girl. The gloves are off. (laughs) Now we're getting the not so fair version. And now we got her everywhere. I have her on Southern Charm. I'm going to get her again on Summer House. She's going to be on Winter House. So, and if they have a damn wedding special, I, I, oh, you know they will. First off, first off, I hate a wedding special. I don't know how you feel about a wedding special. I, I, do too. I never watch them. I, Me, and I'm same, dating, right? I can't. I have no interest in Tamara and Eddie. And I, lo- Tamara's great for TV. Okay, love her, or hate her. I'm a Tamara fan. But you know, I didn't watch her damn thing. And then the and then the remarriages or whatever they call it, like renewing our freaking vows, the kiss of death. But I, I don't care. Lindsay and Carl, cool. Best of luck to you. Not watching the wedding special. Don't care. Don't care. I'm dying so, laughing because I just tried to watch the Tamara and Eddie wedding special, uh, and I stopped because vintage. I was like, "This is horrible. It's awful, awful. I just, it's boring TV. <laughs> it's so I bad. don't care. I need them to interact in a real way, well as real as possible. Uh, you know, with the other girls, it's just, it's so boring. I don't care about the getting ready process, the crying. I don't need it in my life. So, if there is a wedding special with Paige and Craig, which, by the way, I also can't with the two of them. Um, but well, actually, did you? Okay, maybe. Okay, I've got a little. Give me tea some tea. For, I've got Give me the tea. tea. So the, the most recent episode of Giggly Squad, which I don't listen to, I just was sent the Reddit thread about it. Apparently, Paige talked about how really depressed she is. She's really down, and Craig apparently someone transcribed the conversation between them, and I'll read it. Okay, oh, please do. Oh gosh. Um, Craig hasn't bullied me into going to any Broadway shows recently, which I'm thankful for. And Hannah says, I feel like for you guys, you're like, if you want to show emotion, talk to Austin. 
And Paige says, no, I actually felt so bad because the other day, Craig was like, you're just really tough on me. And I really noticed that you aren't, you don't have a heart and that's fine. Like he was like trying to, he was like trying to be compassionate, even being like, you have no feelings. And I was like, I just don't care about things like that you care about. And he was like, life, death, what? And I was like, whatever. Oh, so there's cracks. And Hannah says, you're like, call your mom. And Paige (laughs) says, yeah, I was like, I don't have time for this. (laughs) And later in the conversation, someone wrote that uh, she also said Craig lies all the time, even little lies, and it's exhausting. Okay, so now this, listen, (laughs) yeah, there's some cracks in the foundation there. And, and news alert, Craig is a liar. We oh, all, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, a phase. it wasn't a phase when like, nope. oh yeah, I passed the bar. No, I didn't. Or whatever he said, I'm in school. I'm not in school, law school. Um, Craig's a liar. Yeah. And, you know, he's also a little aggressive toward women. Now I am not going to say like he's ever put his hands or, but he can get a little, a lot aggressive toward women. I don't like that. So, um, that wedding special we talked about may not happen now that we've know, got that right? tea. Now I'm thinking right. maybe, thank goodness. Now I don't want anybody to be depressed and I'm not wishing anybody breaks up unless it's like an abusive relationship. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like there's some cracks in the foundation. Mm. You know, with Paige, it's like, I give her that. What I like Paige for is that I just like in the, um, the, the, the funny shit she says when they cut to her and she says some witty and it's sometimes it's funny, right? Yeah. But overall, she's a bit of a mean girl. I'll say it. Yeah. She's a bit of an asshole. I'll say it. She's a bit of a snob. She's just like you said, and I, I, you know, you try not to bring like your own personal high school experience or whatever, but (laughs) she's definitely one of those girls where me and my friends probably would have been off to the side being like, this bitch thinks she's everything. You know what I mean? Like, and she would be acting way too cool to talk to anybody. I, I just, that's how she comes off. Um, but is she good reality TV? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. I've seen better. Lindsay, listen, Lindsay, now I'll say about Lindsay, girl. Listen, Lindsay, I, ne- I never want to be her close friend. We would, she, <laughs> she's, she's all, she, we, I, you know, we can hang out and have drinks. Hell yeah. You know, and like, she's, that's great. I'll, I'll even make her a sandwich if she's hungry, but I don't want to be her friend. Because she's so selfish. She's so all about herself. She has no time to care about your feelings. But does she make good reality TV? She sure does. Don't get me activated. I want to wear that on a shirt every single day of my life. Everything you just said. It's like when people get mad that, you know, Lindsay isn't listening to Danielle enough or whatever. It's kind of like, well, I feel like Danielle knows that being friends with Lindsay just means you take kind of backseat or, you know, you just let she's center stage. She gets the spotlight. And that's why Danielle's the perfect best friend for her. She does not need to be uh, the star of the show. Yeah. And nor does she comfortable there. Yeah. Absolutely. She's like, like, I'm cool here. It's fine. Cool. Let's let Lindsay take front row. Yeah. Uh, You know, which Jen Shaw circling back to our, our queen bee of Salt Lake City. You know, she, I was telling Ryan Bailey, she kind of committed a cardinal sin of reality TV, as we've learned. It's like, I know that if I were ever going to be on reality TV, as hard as it is, I know that I would have to air out my skeletons that are in the closet. You just have to, because with sleuths like us, myself included, you, like, we're going to hunt you down. We're going to find out what is in that closet. What are you hiding? So with Jen Shots, like, girl, like Ryan Bailey said, like, she didn't even make it past <laughs> the first season or second season, like, without, like, this major suspicion and federal indictments, you know? 
It's like she'd not, she didn't just have some like shitty stuff in her past from like 10 years ago that may or may not get her canceled. <laughs> Girl, you've been scammy McScammerson for like the last 15 years or so. And so it just, it's, cr- so I think to be successful in reality TV, the number one I think thing that you have to do is just air it all out. Somehow, like, this is what's happened in my past. I've apologized for it. I've learned from it, whatever it, is, whatever it may be. Um, and she didn't do that. Now, the argument, like, so I want to know from you with Jen Shaw, with regard to her being on reality TV, is Jen Shaw the kind of reality TV that you want to watch? Or is mm-hmm. is it just, is it too much? It's too dark. It's too loud and she's she's kind of a bully bully and she could be really mean but is it like entertaining for you is that what you want to see in reality tv okay so in her first season in the beginning i was like i love this queen she is messy but she is everything i was all about her about midway through the season i was like okay wait i think she's just crazy and like not in that fun way because she was I don't like the, she goes to 10 immediately and it's kind of like, um, like in acting, they, they tell you to give levels and range and it's like, you can't, if you go, (laughs) if you keep going to 10, then, well, there's nowhere to go. Right. And so every time she would go to get mad, she was at a 10 and it was, it was just coming off abusive after a while. And that stopped being entertaining really quick. And also complete lack of accountability, which look, that's a through line for most housewives. So I sure. I can't th- hold that against her too much. But then the reunion, her reunion performance was, it was really problematic. Like she was basically, and I'll, I'll put this in quotes, but I don't think I'm wrong, using the race card. She was. And that was ugly. And not in a valid way. No. Because obviously we all know. I mean, you know, there are times when you pull, it's not pulling the race card. There is a race issue in certain situations. With her, it was like her go-to to get her out of the hot seat. So like, oh, I happen to be a person of color and my sons and my husband are, so I'm gonna go ahead and use that. Yeah. Get me out of the hot seat. And that's bullshit because that does nothing for the movement, you know, or to, to progress, you know, the things that are happening that need change. So yeah, exactly. You're, I, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that for sure. And and so she came off as it was very kind of criminally behavior, just that in and of itself. It was like, this is scammy what she's doing. Even just that, like that is dirty. Like, what are you? Then she tried to become Mary's friend, like, like us, you know, like we're the one I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this. And so I wasn't really excited for her to even be back as a, in a second season. Like that alone wasn't my favorite. But then all of this happens. And the funny thing what you said how about how like if you if you don't like if you if you're not careful us sleuths will uncover it. But the funniest thing is like there were actual like federal agents like, <laughs> already had eyes already on her. already sleuthing her. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious when you think about it. Like, oh, good. They were already on your ass. <laughs> They're like, oh, my God. You got imagine they were like, oh, my God, she's going on a reality show. You guys. Did you see the latest episode? Did Shut you up. see the latest episode? <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. Like they're like, she's oh, my God, you guys. She's showing her entire closet. She's showing her entire her house. She's showing her whole house. Like they were like, this is so easy. Like they must have had a watch party like what like eating popcorn. Like this is hilarious. I can so imagine that. I got chills 
when I found out in the research for our mini series on Jen Shaw, it's like, I had no idea those eyes had been on her forever, for years. You know, I actually learned that from your podcast too. I was like, that many years? Damn. Dude. And then you think about the fact that, like, bro, well, while I'm watching her on this show, (laughs) they're watching her eating popcorn, like you said. And like, dude, did you just catch the latest episode? Like she's roller skating down the, you know, in her office. And oh, this guy, Stu, Stu, you know, got their eyes on (laughs) Stu, the number one man who buys her tampons whenever she needs them. Uh, You know, he does everything for her. I think she even said, she's like, he knows when my period is. I'm like, okay, thanks. Like, it's cool. That soundbite that you pulled for the Oh my God, of her going on and on about what Stu does for her. I was like, well, damn, I didn't realize she said all that. There's like audio of her saying that because when she tried to denounce him later, yeah. like, I didn't really know Stu that well, guys. I was Honey. like, whoa. Okay, Mariah Carey with JLo. Okay. Like, I don't know her. Oh, Girl. You know her. You know her. <laughs> you just had a whole scene pretending to walk in the snow, talking about how you two together have like employed people and saved lives and helped his family and girl. Insane. So it's like, that's what's so interesting. Is like, I was just talking to my best friend about it. And I'm like, okay, season three of Salt Lake. First of all, mind blown that Jen Shaw will be in season three. I swear to God. That it literally, her lawyers are like probably shitting their pants. They're like, this mm-hmm. is crazy. But she's going to do it because Jen Shaw just can't help it. She cannot help a spotlight moment. Like she needs to be in the spotlight. She wants <laughs> to spin the narrative. And like none of the shit she says is going to age well. It hasn't aged well. <laughs> and, and, you know, we're going to watch her on the show. And it's just like, I just, I can't believe that she's going to be in the latest season and that we're just literally going to watch her, like you said, from the beginning, shout from the rooftops, I am innocent. What is it? The hashtag uh, free Jen Shaw. I bet you were never locked up. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Free Jen Shaw. Are you? Come on. Like, what does that say to all the people who are wrongfully locked up? Are you? She she seriously ran with that hashtag. It's so gross. It's so embarrassing. And like, you know, for Jen Shaw, okay, so my opinion on her is, you know, season one, I started out thinking, okay, she's going to give us some good TV. Would I ever be her friend? Most likely not. Like, we have nothing in common, and she's a little too, like, fiery. Uh, and I consider myself fiery, but bitch is, like, way fire, more fiery than I am. Um, she's unhinged, I would say. Yeah, no, yeah, something's wrong. Something's off, Yeah. But but there were moments in season one where I'm like, okay, she's she's vulnerable because that's not something like with Erica Jane. All you see is the ice queen. You totally. never really get to see like she just she truly has like a black heart, in my opinion. You know, Jen Shotley, you would see her and she would like melt down and she would say sorry. And it seemed, you know, like she really wanted to try harder and stuff. So I was like, okay, she's human. Yeah, I could never be her friend. And what the some of the shit that she said and done are like unforgivable. But She's trying to repent. She's trying to say she's sorry. Cool. But then I think back on that and I'm like, I also think we were seeing somebody like obviously hiding these deep, dark secrets that could land her in prison forever and ever. And we didn't know it, but she knew it at the time. And so like she's having these meltdowns that like she would start crying and sobbing uncontrollably. I think that in the back of her mind, like she's just this nervous Nelly too about, I mean, she's not going to stop scamming because that's how she gets her money and that's all she knows how to do. But she still was like crying, you know, like showing more emotion that you think that she would in certain situations. Yeah. As like the season progressed, it was like, okay, I I can't with her. And then with at the reunion too, 
was the first time, not the first time. I mean, definitely watching the season, I was like, I don't understand her wealth. Like I don't, he's a college football coach. Yeah. All right. So yeah, he does all right, you know, but he's not, you know, yep. Falling out of control. Okay, cool. But like, what, what exactly is it that she does? It all seemed, and then she leases her house, which again, I I know millionaires who rent houses. I know, uh, you know, for certain situations, but it just, it wasn't adding up. It was just a little, it didn't, her lifestyle didn't fit, you know, what, what I saw her doing in her career. And then in the reunion, she tries to explain what it is she does. And like, everybody just kind of moved on because nobody really understood it. I truly had no clue what she was talking about. And I was, that was the first time when I was like, you know what? There may be more here. Something I need to know more about what she does. I didn't look into it at that time, but it seemed scammy for sure. Right. But, you know, so then here we are. And uh, I don't know. What do, okay. So <laughs> what do you think we're going to see in season three? Like, are, is Jen Shaw, I mean, obviously in the beginning, they're going to have to start out with her proclaiming her innocence and being a total gaslighter asshole. But like, What's going to happen at the end? How are the producers going to do this? Oh, so I already know that they were scrambling with that trailer. I know they were because I'm sure they had that trailer done. And then she, I'm sure they were like, hold on, we probably need to put more of like the guilty stuff in there. Because usually the trailer is mainly first half of the season. But they they put a lot of the latter half in there. I think because they were, they're freaking out about how this is going to play. Because, you know, they're like, how are we going to show the bulk of what we captured (laughs) when it's all her saying she's innocent? Right. And I'm sure they're, I'm sure Heather and Meredith are freaking out right now. Was going to ask you about that. What do you think, uh, especially Heather, mm. what do you think about her standing by her girl? Well, I know that there's a leveraged relationship there. Jen's got something on Heather. I, okay, I do know what it is, but I cannot reveal what it is because it will blow up my source. (laughs) But it's from a long time ago. And so the thing with Heather, this whole, I'm no longer a Mormon. I, I'm like, you know, I've learned the air of my ways. There's been a lot of speculation that maybe this is kind of just for the show. Interesting. So it's a very new thing for Heather-ish, kind of mm-hmm. new-ish, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff that is problematic in Heather's past mm-hmm. because she was uber uber mormon right and i think that i'm sort of explaining kind of what jen may have access to that got it yeah there's like oh let's not expose that so yeah that's where it's like i have to stick by jen because we're both kind of like protecting each other and that makes perfect sense see now that would explain it all away because right? heather comes off as a rational you know, a critical thinker, able to like, kind of be like, Hey, I don't need to be your friend anymore because you've got abusive behavior and you're, you're this, you're that. But I just, it didn't make sense that that person who I think is so rational is going to hang on to this chick. Who's clearly like where there's smoke, there's fire. Like there's something going on with her that is very, very, very bad where I would cut ties with Jen easily, easily. Right. Like I want, and I would have no problem telling her girl, I don't want any of your stink on me. And what if if you've done these things and it looks like you did, you're deplorable. 
But so for Heather to stick by her side and see Heather, Heather Gay is like one of the most beloved housewives, you know, especially in Salt Lake, because she just comes off as so relatable, so rational, all these things. Good person, you know, but still gives us a little bit of a drama every now and then. But we've seen hints of her saying how she's not proud of her past behavior in the show. And I remember those moments and you, and you know, if she's going to sit there and say, and I want to say it was something like with her sister or sister-in-law, it was like some stuff, right? She, she had exhibited some really, um, radical, conservative, extreme, you know, whatever behavior comments, whatever it was. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, well, if she did that, she's done more. Like, yeah. it's not that she was just that person for that one moment. Yes. She was that person. And it's hard if you truly were like an ultra conservative, I would say maybe radical, you know, sort of like religious person and you treated others very poorly because of that and you judged them harshly. Ooh, that's hard to come back from. And, and I'll go back to my previous statement. Like the only way, in my opinion, that Heather Gay could come back from that is just air it all out in the beginning and not scratch the surface, but to just say, look, there was even a time when I called my non-Mormon friend or sister this name or did this, you know, like just deplorable behavior. Just say what you did. But I don't know how bad it is. So it's like, and I don't know exactly what it is either. I have no, and and this is of course alleged. I've never seen it, and this is from someone who's very reliable. I would never ever assume. I I have good sources. Okay, uh, okay, but top I, quality, top top notch, top tier. <laughs> but um, I it just makes more sense that they're because, like you said, Heather seems like someone who understands that it wouldn't make it would make more sense to cut ties and not align with Jen uh wholeheartedly um but also the theory that Heather like really doesn't want to turn her back on someone before because she really did want to believe Jen was innocent and th- that theory does track that she really did just want to believe she was innocent. So maybe this intel that my source got is incorrect. And Heather really did just want to stick by her side. Heather is extremely triggered by Lisa Barlow. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where she may just seriously want to do anything that would piss off Lisa Barlow. So maybe I, think that's... I want to do anything that would piss off okay. Lisa Barlow, but that's just me. See, there we go. <laughs> Meredith, on the other hand, I don't, that alliance is so confusing because is it, that must just be to piss off Lisa Barlow because she was like, I will never speak to Jen Shaw again. And then at the reunion was like, I forgive everything. And now we are cool because Mary's gone. Yeah. And exactly. I need another alliance. Yeah. I know these women all do their own bit of like uh, strategic aligning. You know, if they weren't on the show, there's so many friendships that they would not have or, you know, or beefs that they would not have if they if it were not for the show. Um, I'm sorry, but like anybody I've spoken to, they know how much I despise Erica Jane. And I will say proudly, uh, I was one of her haters from the beginning. Me too. I Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Saw right through her. Didn't believe a word out of her mouth. Didn't think she was, and I hate to say this is cheesy, but she's not a girl's girl. She doesn't have women's backs. She doesn't. She doesn't know how to um, socialize with women. Like she, she's, she's a pretender. She's a ladder climber. She's a bully, uh, and she's an asshole. Excuse me. 
That's how I feel about Erica Jane. I love it. But with people like her and Jen Shaw, what are your thoughts on Bravo allowing them to continue to have a platform, even with their deplorable behavior? Some people wouldn't use that word, but like, what are your thoughts on like, okay, there's it, but it's entertainment and people can see this and yeah, maybe it's dysfunctional and deplorable and borderline like bully, whatever it is. Um, Do you think it's okay for them to continue having a platform. Not in Jen's case, because in Jen's case, I take out the criminal side of it. Jen has been physically abusive to them multiple times. Yes. I'm like, no, Jen has actually like, she's like physically a threat to the people that are involved. So I think Jen should have been fired for those reasons alone. I agree with you. Like on the bus and at the Zion, when she gets in their faces, like... Jen is a threat to the cast and crew. So take out the criminal side of it. I'm like, okay, bye, Jen. You violated like contracts. I don't know. There's got to be a clause in there somewhere, but get out. Yeah, like people need to feel safe. They really do. And look at, this is the thing. There's some women who are like, oh, screw her. She's nothing. You know, I could take her or whatever. But it's like, you know, she really does have a hair trigger temper. And she has shown herself to be somebody that she puts her hands on people. And that isn't okay. And but but she continues to be given a platform. And I think that part of it sucks. Now, with Erica Jane, okay, she doesn't have any criminal charges. I haven't seen her put her hands on anybody. However, many times words and, and also like intent, like the, the way that she spoke to Sutton and I believe Sutton and I know Sutton's a lot. All right. I know Sutton's a lot, but I do love Sutton. Me too. Uh, She's, she's quirky, but I love Sutton. Um, you know, just the way that she treated Sutton was so, and I know that everybody throws around the term bully. But she really made Sutton fearful of her because she was so freaking aggressive with her words, the way she leaned in, the the way she said, like, or I'm coming for you and this and that. I don't know. Like, I think for me, but I think that part of it is my personal opinion of Erica Jane. But but most of it is like, it's just get her the fuck off. Like, I just don't think that she needs to have a platform. She is so mean time and time and time again. And she, she leans into like, she loves to bully the ones who are considered weak, like Sutton. Sutton's very mild. Now Sutton does stand for, stand up for herself, but she's not an aggressive woman. You know, she'll say certain things or she'll kind of like, uh, stir the pot maybe, or, you know, call you a liar or whatever, but who cares? Why are you so triggered by being called a liar? I don't want to be called a liar either, but if I know I'm not, then we're good. That's the thing. Exactly. I think, my ideal situation um, would be to dismantle the Fox Force Five. Absolutely. And like, because here's what I, this maybe this is like sadistic, but I would want to get rid of Rinna and Dorit is just kind of useless. Um, get rid of Dorit and leave Kyle and Erica to have, and want like LVP back and have LVP, Garcelle, Sutton, Level the uh, playing field. And and have Erica, because Erica's not so tough when she doesn't have agreed her people around. And because she acts so tough. And I kind of want to torture her for a season. Agreed. I want to like I want to torture her ass because she has been so mean. The way she laughed with Diana. It was gross. 
that was like straight up meet girl. Like it literally, I, I think all of us went back to high school and yes. were and were triggered by like just being laughed at by the at a slumber party yeah. by the mean girls. Like and nobody what really the spoke hell? up. And I'm sorry, Kyle, you're the hostess. If Kyle that were wanted me, that. She wanted it. And she, she, exactly. She, she gave an opportunity for it to happen. She Ouija board her way into that situation. <laughs> she planted that Ouija board in Rena's room. She Rena okay, just happened to find in her bedroom. Look what I found. And then she got all weirded out. Like, okay, if you guys don't want to play it. And they're like, well, play your stupid game. And then she yeah. asked all the questions and got them there. Yes. I always say, I love what you just said as far as like, essentially in my mind, it's leveling the playing field. I think that the, the, power balance is yeah. off yeah. and you've got Garcelle and Sutton over here on their own little damn island and it's pissing me off yes. and they're doing their best with these women but it just it isn't enough we need more we need reinforcements and Erica needs to be humbled and I always say like dude uh let's get um let's get Sheree let's get she by Sheree yeah, uh, with Erica Jane somewhere, and let's let's let Erica Jane <laughs> just try. Who gonna check her? Nobody. Erica Jane is not gonna check. She by Sheree. Now I now I would love for that to happen somehow, some way. But the thing is, like you said, Erica Jane would never be mean. Exactly. She would kiss Sheree's ass so hardcore, and that is what I don't respect about Erica Jane. I see right through her. I just feel like. You know, there's. T I told Ryan Bailey again when we were talking about this. It's like, dude, I stopped watching. I only just recently started binging the most recent Beverly Hills Housewives and Atlanta. Um, I had to put them on ice. I had to put all Housewives on ice mainly because what I was seeing on Beverly Hills was so freaking dark and it triggering. Like, I literally wanted to. If I can't jump through that TV screen and stand up for Sutton and Garcelle, then I just don't want to watch. I get it. I, I, yeah, like it was literally, but now, of course, I started watching again and I don't regret it. They're both actually great seasons. Atlanta, it, there's nobody like the Atlanta women. There's oh, no, 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 they're so good. They're so good. They're so entertaining. And there are some genuine friendships in there, which I, because a lot of these casts, they get thrown together and you can tell nobody's Salt Lake even City. friends. Salt Lake City, they're not even friends. <laughs> no. I think they're just this odd group that like yes. really don't want to hang out outside <laughs> yes. the show, but you throw them together and I'm like, hmm. But uh, yeah, I just I I really think that the 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 playing field needs to be leveled. You know, the Fox Force four or five is it five? I think it's because Teddy was is involved, wow. but you know we don't care. Wait, nobody. We we don't care about her yeah, at she all. She doesn't count. No <laughs> single. She she's doesn't. single white female with Kyle. I'm telling you, with that hair. Uh, oh my god! When she went brunette, I was like, that was scary. It was so scary. It was like <laughs> it was scary. I know Teddy drives me absolutely bonkers, but yeah, I mean, I don't know these women I, with Jen Shaw, you know, knowing that what she's done, you, like you said, she's put her hands on people. I think for that reason alone, she should yeah. not be given a platform, but now we're going to give her a platform knowing that she's this like complete scam artist who's wrecked people's lives yeah. over and over and, and vulnerable people, elderly people at that for many, many years. And then she had the audacity to gaslight everybody in the world and be like, free Jen Shaw and I didn't yeah. do it and how dare you guys. And now we're going to like give her a platform. Yeah. Yes, it's going to make for great TV. Yeah, I get it. I'm curious to watch too. 
I just, I don't love yeah. it though. I don't no, love it. You're right. It's new territory for us for sure. Like with the Teresa and Joe thing, that was like they scammed banks. So yeah. we're not too mad. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, but this is this is new territory with like the Erica, Tom, Jen situation because now we have victims and they are people we can really feel bad for. Yeah. Um, I feel like whoever is vetting the cast, they really don't do their job. I feel like they're just pretending they're like, yeah, I did. I, I background checked. I did. I, yeah, sure. I, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, I did. I looked on the <laughs> Facebook. I did. <laughs> I'm like, like with Jenny, Jenny Wynn from, uh, oh SLC. my gosh, I forgot about her. She oh. hadn't even like, there were, they were still up on her Facebook that people had access to. I'm like, so yes. no one even checked. Like you guys, no. whose job is it? Because no, I we, don't think you guys did your job. They 100% did not do their jobs. And then they have to clean up the mess later. Yeah. Which, by the way, what do you think about Dallas being put on ice, paused, whatever they call it? Well, that was a mess, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, that was just a whole mess. And that is an example of why you can't just throw one token person of color on a show and be like, we did it. Diversity. Cool. <laughs> yeah, got this. Because it just, it, it because what it's, what they're proving is that that's not what we were asking for when we say we want diversity. Diversity doesn't mean throw one person of color because then it's their job to talk about what it's like to be the person of color. It's like, well, that isn't what they want to do. They like just want to have fun. on New York. And it sucks because she caught so much flack for like making the season boring. And oh, you're just trying to educate us. But like, I feel like we put that pressure on yeah. her to have to do that. Dude, give her a couple other, you know, women of color, yes. you know, different divert, like you said, true diversity, not like one out of seven, you yeah. know, especially since they're all already friends. They've all been a cast together. They have their dynamic. Yes. And then here's the new person. Oh, she's also Asian. Let's mm-hmm. ask her about that. Yeah. And also, um, did you guys not know that Cam is from, married to some horrible family full of racists and she's also pretty racist? Yeah, I absolutely. Oh, my God, Cam. I can. I. Oh, my God. And her brother-in-law and her husband. Oh, I, yeah. Disgusting. 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 I stopped following. I'm like, I don't want to see this. It's yeah. just like it's pissing me off the more that I see it. She is awful. Yeah. Awful. The only right behavior for her is to denounce what the F her brother-in-law said. That's the only correct behavior is to say, I don't agree with that. I love him. We have a relationship, but however, I do not support what he said here. Yeah. And she, we've seen her behavior. Oh my God. We've seen, you know, uh, who she really is on the show. And so I thought she was really problematic as well. Um, but it just was like, it was a huge mess. They uh, ran out of they, the Brandy situation. They were like, okay, so what do we do? You know what they should do is they should do a married to medicine and find some more people like, cause Tiffany's the doctor and I'm sure she knows someone else. And then they could do like the wives or something. That would be amazing. You know, like something like that. Cause they could do another married to medicine, but absolutely, I feel like they, I, what I don't want is I don't need any more housewives spinoffs. Like we've got enough, si- we've got enough cities. Yeah, Can, it's too I much. miss, I miss when Bravo would do like it flipping out and Project Runway and uh, the Tabitha Salon takeover and all I, of it. I miss those shows. Now it's just housewives. I know. And first off, you just um, hit my hot button. Flipping out is the best. Love it. 
reality TV show that ever existed. I love it. Fight me. Fight me. It's literally, I, I cannot get enough. And I tried to scream it from the mountaintops to everybody. I'm like, okay, it has everything. It's got dysfunction, but it's mm-hmm. funny as hell. Jeff's a real a-hole sometimes, but he's also like kind yes. of endearing. Yes. And, like, and it's not just him who carries the show. Zoila, Jenny, all these house assistants, like the whole thing just works for me. And I'm so glad to see Jeff Lewis on TV again. Yeah. With his, um Hollywood house flip or whatever it's called. I know some people are like, oh, it's the production value is not as good. Who cares? It's still Jeff Lewis. And there were some really funny moments. And But I'm also biased because I love a remod. Like, I love interior yeah. design. I love all that stuff. And he's great. He's, he's amazing. So he's so good. And that yeah. show, um, Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, Sweet Home. Was it Sweet Home? I think it started out being called Sweet Home Alabama. I want to say it was on Bravo. It's an interior designer, a woman, I think her name's Jennifer, and her best friend's name was Pump. Okay. Oh, I'm remembering this now. Right? And it only made it like three seasons, I want to say. And then they I know just what you're it, talking about. Dude, that show was pure gold, but it just, See? it only lasted like three seasons. And I'm like, please bring it back. Like, I, like you said, it's only the housewives. So I definitely have ventured out. Like my, I love Below Deck. Mm-hmm. Love, oh, yeah. Love a summer house. Southern Charm, I watch, and some seasons are better than others, but I am currently watching it. It's I. I mean, it's like... Did you watch Southern Charm, New Orleans? I think I did. And There oh, were only yeah. two seasons. It was so good, and they they haven't officially canceled it. We've just been begging for them to bring it back. It was such a good cast. It was so... it was That's diversity. Yes, uh, that, that was very diversity. Diverse. You're exactly right. And I did like that one. And I want to say there was a couple who actually broke up on the show. Yes. Right? I forgot so their names. Good. Yeah. The, the, there was uh, the white couple on the show. They broke up and then he went crazy and she immediately got with someone else and got pregnant. It was amazing. Oh my God. Okay, this is amazing. That And that's <laughs> honestly, Below Deck is kind of like that for me. Like it came out of nowhere. Everybody was like, oh yeah, you've got to watch Below Deck. And I'm like, what? I, I don't right? get it. Like a boat, my husband calls it the boat show. He actually loves it too. I feel um, like men really like Below Deck. They do. Yeah. They absolutely do. And I've watched every one of them, like Below Deck Sailing Yacht, Med, uh, Down Under, what is it? The Australian one. Oh, you do them all. I like, Girl, like that. Okay, do you do all. them all. And I have to say, they have all come through. Even Below Deck Sailing Yacht, I thought, oh my God, no, I want to see the big dollars being spent. No, Below Deck Sailing Yacht was just <laughs> as good as the others, if not better. Not Ooh, lying. you just got me sold. Do I need to go watch it? Oh, there was a scandalous uh, <laughs> affair and pregnancy that got... Oh, oh that's girl. right. I saw a bunch of that. Okay. I haven't yeah. made space for it in like yeah. my whole world, but maybe I need to. I think you should. That's the captain. I know that's the... I like that captain. He's... It's the guy, right? Yes. Okay. And he's really nice. Like there, and I get all the captains confused. I mean, obviously, uh, Captain um, Lee, Lee is my favorite. Yeah. Um, I like Captain Sandy too. I know a lot of people say things about her, but I think she's a badass and I think she's pretty darn fair for the most part with her with her cast. And I like she doesn't really take a lot of bullshit. Um, dude, the chefs alone, it's worth it to watch that show just to watch these crazy chefs. How do they cook with the sailing? Because it's all the tipping and the tipping. There's definitely some tipping, but they manage. <laughs> they manage. There's definitely stuff. some tipping. Yes, I just. <laughs> There's definitely some tipping. <laughs> definitely some tipping going on, and somehow they manage, and the guests are like, "Whoa!" <laughs> that because that's what I made. I'm like, how do they do a yacht with the tipping? Because that's 
Oh, okay. Okay. Then you're saying there's tipping. Okay. Yeah, there's they, tipping they do just it. for that, just for the tipping alone, the dramatic tipping, you have to watch it. <laughs> I can only imagine how that, how the, how the first stew handles that or the chief stew handles yes. that. Oh yeah. It's really good. Well, I don't want to keep you on here forever, but I do want to ask you one question as we close this thing out. I want to know, you know, with Jen Shaw, obviously it's a federal case, right? It's not going to be a trial. That sucks. But she is going to be sentenced here in what, November? And certainly the cameras are going to catch her going into court and coming out. Now, if you were to put money on it, is it going to be Gucci boots, full glam fur coat, Jen? Or is she going to listen to her lawyers? Because you know they're going to tell her to dress like Anna Delvey did for court every day. You know, like act like you have no money, dumb yourself down, you know, easy on the makeup and hair. What do you think? Oh my God, that's a great question. But I'm going to go Gucci. Me too. Because, because I don't she, think she can help herself. I don't, I think it's not in her nature. No, no, to wear um, gap jeans. No. <laughs> that just didn't sweater. even sound right. <laughs> she couldn't. She couldn't. Let's face it, even if she is going to like make it look like, she doesn't have all this money or whatever. And like, just take a moment to be humble, to try and get a lighter sentence. I mean, her life, her depends on it. Right. But, um, she's still even, even Jen, like a lighter, like a less bougie Jen, it's still going to be like $500 jeans and like expensive, but it's not going to be like, yeah, spiked and yes. like full glass. I don't know. It's still going to be, well, I also, hope we're wrong. I hope we're wrong too, because just, uh, well, I want to see it, but I also am not, <laughs> like, I want to see the gut, the full glam, like, me too. so bad. But I also like, dude, do what's smart for you. You have kids. She has sons. She deserves a harsh sentence. But I also want her to go back and be with her sons, only for her son's sake, not yeah. hers. Um, what do I don't you know. think she's going to get? Oh, gosh. So she's facing 13 years now that she I took the I thought it was 13. Film. Oof. I think it's going to be close, just under 10. Oh, wow. You think so? I think so. Okay. I think so because the victims are vulnerable, a vulnerable group. They're elderly. Uh, I think it was a mass scale scam. I don't know if they can take her behavior, her public behavior into account. Because if they did, now that then she'd get 100 years, but... You know, so I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, I just <laughs> <laughs> like we cannot wait for this day. We cannot wait for this day. When you said they could take her public behavior into account, I just got chills because they're like, hi, we watched the show. Oh, my gosh. And, and you know, they probably have. They probably have. Why wouldn't they? And I mean, it's evidence. Be, they're going to be disgusted. And like the optics of her walking in, if she does, if our if our bet is correct, <laughs> if she walks in with a $10,000 outfit and glam, they're going to be like, bitch, you bought that off these victims' backs. It's going to be horrible for her. So she better not do that. I mean, if she's at least an ounce wise, she will not walk in there. She'll walk in with a Gap sweater. I hope. I hope. <laughs> I hope she does. But I also hope it's full glam. I <laughs> Like, seriously, like the shady side of me is like, please, please full glam. And then I'm like, please no, wait, hold on, glam. hold on. I know it's going to be crazy. Well, we'll see because it's coming up. And uh, 
Thanks so much for making time to come on the show. Oh my I God, my pleasure. I, I feel like we could talk for 10 years because I have so many other shows I want to talk about. I know, right? So we'll make time for that separately. Totally. But uh, no, this has been so much fun. Um, tell people where they can find you because I feel like you have a really active Instagram, don't you? <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's overly active. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at She Speaks Bravo. I'm also on TikTok at She Speaks Bravo and podcast is everywhere you get your podcasts. She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hank. Emily, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I loved talking to Emily. I hope you enjoyed the conversation too. Make sure you're subscribed to Emily's podcast, She Speaks Bravo, for some of the best recaps of all of your favorite reality TV shows. As I've said before, we're currently working on another mini-series and, of course, season two of the podcast, which will be another deep dive into a female con artist. Episode one of the next mini-series will drop a week from today, so make sure you're subscribed to or following Dirty Money Moves so you don't miss any new episodes. The con artist we're covering in the next mini-series is a real gem. And by gem, I mean a greedy, manipulative, and selfish woman who got a lot of people wrapped up into her twisted scheme. More on that next week. Dirty Money Moves is a collaboration between Murderish and Cloud10 Media. Executive producers are myself, Jamie Rice, and Sim Sarna. Research, writing, and producing for the miniseries is done by Devin Ruskin. Emily Crane does the audio mixing and editing. Josh Cook composed the music. And Brian Stefanik created the podcast cover art. Follow us at Dirty Money Moves on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And if you like the show, please rate us, review us, and leave us a few stars at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. If you're into true crime content, check out my other podcast, Murderish. Thanks so much for listening, and see you next week for the start of a brand new miniseries. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.